Snow is a part of life in the Chicago area in the winter, and with more snow possible later this week, we thought we'd learn more about what makes those flurries form and accumulate, and even what's actually in those snowflakes that fall. I spoke earlier with Dr. Scott Collis. He's an atmospheric scientist at the Argonne National Laboratory in suburban Lamont. And I started by asking him if there is a perfect temperature to get snow. There is, and the answer is not too cold. Snow is a phenomenon in the atmosphere that takes just the right ingredients. We need it to be moist. There needs to be lots of water in the atmosphere. Imagine um, where we are on the surface of the planet. Imagine layers of the atmosphere above us. We need portions of that atmosphere to be what we call saturated, like a dripping sponge. And snow likes to form at temperatures between minus 10 and minus 15 degrees Celsius, or for the metrically uh, disinclined, 14 to 5 degrees Fahrenheit. And Scott, let's talk about that. Say we get that perfect temperature range, the perfect moisture. How does a snowflake actually form? That's a great question. And it's actually something that we actively study and research at places like Argonne National Laboratory. Snow or ice doesn't really like to form on nothing. Just like when you have a cold day in your front yard, you get a frost. That frost will form on blades of grass, leaves and rocks. Snow in the atmosphere happens when we have tiny little bits of what we call mineral dust, or even sometimes little bacteria that have a really similar crystalline structure to ice. And the ice actually condenses on these little bits of things we called aerosols. So every time you see a snowflake at its very, very center, it has a little bit of that dust. And we all know the cliche, Scott, right, that every snowflake is unique, but is it true that there are lots of different types of snow? That's exactly right. So we can get, and I'm going to drop some nomenclature on you here, things we call rods, which are like those straight long bits of snows, plates, which are the kind of hexagonal things that we see, and the very prettiest type of snowfall where we see those tree-like structures. They're called dendrites. And what decides what kind is going to fall? It's the temperature and the humidity and where it is in the atmosphere. So you can actually get a snowflake that will start its life as one of these hexagonal plates. As it falls through the atmosphere and the temperature changes, it can actually grow some rods out of it or even get connected to a dendrite at the same time. And as it falls, it'll actually hit other snowflakes and form what we call aggregates. Those are those big dime-sized bits of snow that we see falling at that really slow, leisurely pace in the middle of winter. And Scott, I want to ask you a question that's going to sound weird to some listeners, but why doesn't (laughs) Chicago get more snow? I mean, we definitely have the temperatures for it. One of the reasons we don't get more snow, and our neighbors across in Michigan do get a lot more than us, is moisture. Our prevailing winds come out of the northwest, and if you look towards the northwest of Chicago, there's not a lot of water there. There's a lot of land. When the winds go across Lake Michigan, especially when it's warm there earlier on in spring, or throughout Michigan, Indiana, they get a lot more snow than us. Dr. Scott Collis is an atmospheric scientist at Argonne National Laboratory and a brand new American citizen. Thanks so much for talking to us. My pleasure. Thank you so much. We want to answer your questions about climate, too. You can email them to climate at wbez.org.